0: Looking for someone to warm your bed A pretty mama to cut the crust off your bed.
1: This is Will Houck with KNBC, and, and I'm chatting with singer-songwriter Lindsay nice Liu. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah,
0: thanks for having
1: me. For so your most recent album is called Southland, and uh, the opening track is, is Roll With Me. That song has really good harmonies and, and a cool rhythm to it. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that song.
0: Yeah, so... I first heard that song days after it was written up in New Hampshire. There's a music camp called Miles of Music that's put on by Kristen Andresen, who is in Uncle Earl, the all-female string band, and Laura Cortese, which also has an all-female string band. So they put on this music camp, and the week before the music camp is a writing retreat. And Laura Cortese wrote that with Zach Hickman, who plays bass, Josh Ritter's band. He has his own band called Barnstar. So two of them um, wrote that song, and then they played it on the first day of the music camp um, during the staff concert. And I heard it, and I approached Laura after the concert, and I said, man, I love that song so much. Can I have it? And she said, sure. So she sent me the lyrics and a demo and the chart for the song, But I didn't get to it before we had a a pre-production meeting with Sam Kassir, who was producing the record for us. So we played him all of our songs, and at the end of the session, he said, I wanted to throw this idea past you. I just made a record for my friend, and there was one song that just didn't quite fit the set for her record, but I thought it would be great for your record, Um, and it was the same song. He had no idea that I had already approached Laura about it. She had never told him. Um he just heard the song and thought that it would be um it would be a good one for me to sing. So we we had the same thought and so I knew that I knew that it was it was meant to be and I'm really happy it, it became one of my favorite songs of the record. Um, it really spoke to what I was going through at the time. Um, you know, relationships being what they are. And uh yeah, it just has that kind of throwback soul to it that that hits the spot.
1: That um I, I saw the uh the, the video on YouTube and you're playing a um uh it, uh, it looks like a, a Martin Mahogany, um in that in that song. Is that your main guitar?
0: Yeah, I have a double O seventeen that I play. Um that's my road guitar. It's a nineteen fifty two Martin. That i got from carter vintage in nashville um i didn't play that on the on the record i didn't have it yet but i love that guitar um it's not necessarily the best thing to have as a road guitar since it's vintage but boy i just love it and it's a beast you know it, it really takes a beating and anything i own sort of that's a prerequisite of it and it bites it barks back when you play it you know some guitars kind of poop out when you when you dig in but that guitar just gives it right back to you and I love it um, but I'm also having a guitar built by me right now by Thompson Guitars out of Sisters, Oregon and um, it's going to be a, a small body um, uh, I'm really looking forward, it's going to be Sinker Mahogany and I'm really looking forward to playing that, they make really special guitars, they have a, a special thing going on up there
1: so um, I, I was reading uh, actually just recently about um, an interview with uh, Billy Strings, and he mentioned um, your name uh, about writing um, songs with you. And I was just kind of interested in that. Do you, do you guys um, uh, collaborate often uh, in, in songwriting?
0: Yeah, from time to time, we've done a few co-writes together. Um, the song "Freedom," which is the last song on his record, we co-wrote a few years ago. Um, we used to be we used to live right across the street from each other, so we would get together real conveniently every once in a while when we were both home and, um, do some writing. We still live pretty close to each other. Um, and, uh, yeah, we still write together.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I didn't realize that, that connection was there. That's pretty neat. When it comes to, to songwriting, um, what's, what sort of things get you, um, going? Do you read a lot of books? Is it novels, poetry, other music? What, what sort of uh, tends to, to be your inspiration for songwriting?
0: Live shows, when I see live shows of other musicians pouring their heart out, that's when I really, that's when my juices get flowing and, and I get my my ideas really sparked. Um, I've had that experience a good bit. A lot of times, writing is just about the practice of sitting down and putting your nose to the grindstone, though, and processing all the input that you've had Um at that point in time. So instead of waiting for inspiration to spark, you know, just putting time aside to sit down and and get the pen to the paper and uh, get writing. Um, And I'm mostly inspired just, you know, you can't really write about at least for me, I mostly write about my own experience and my own um, you know, lens that I see the world with. I think art really serves its highest purpose when it's used to enrich the perspective that everybody gets, um, you know? So, so I write what I know best, which is my own experience. But I really I really am um, so inspired by people who step outside of themselves. And I do it as much as I can, but step outside yourselves and, and write from a, a character who you create. That really is a special thing um, that I admire and, and hope to dig more into as time goes on.
1: So that song, uh, uh, Southland, the, the title track on the, uh, on the album, it, it evokes a lot of great imagery like uh, sweet tea on the front porch and feet in the water, a lot of nature references. and um, I was just wondering if you could uh, uh, talk a little bit about that song.
0: Yeah, so I was actually sitting on my front porch and when I lived in this particular house on Petway in Nashville, East Nashville, I lived on. I still do. I just live on the front porch. If I'm home, that's where you'll find me. And there's this this porch swing that I rebuilt, and I would I would lay there all day long, take naps, and watch the neighborhood bustle around me. And I was sitting out on my porch before my friend John came over to do a co write and it was our first co write actually. And I and I was I was just really soaking in that southern charm and vibe of of, of the um the front porch hang, you know? The sex thing in the south. Um but that song comes from a, a real deep place of What I saw is the reclamation of what the South is, you know, because the South gets a bad rap sometimes with its politics and um, history, but I found this watering hole outside of town, about an hour and a half outside of town, this beautiful waterfall with this perfect pool of water for swimming, and hundreds of thousands of people pass through there every summer people of all shapes and sizes and colors and political and religious beliefs. They all gather there together just to cool down. And you know, I read somewhere, One Touch of Nature makes the whole world kin. And I thought that that, that was just such a beautiful image of what the South actually is. And I always find that getting steeping myself in nature, really getting into it Reconnects me with reality, with what's real, because we get so connected, disconnected from reality, with just the constant onslaught and deluge of social media and news headlines, um, talking heads, you know. So putting your feet in the water to cool down with, with your, you know, fellow humans is, is what it's really all about, and um, that's what that song really stands for.
1: Slow and easy In the Southland Nothing to do
0: Nothing to understand
1: pretty busy touring, playing shows and recording and stuff. I was wondering if you have any uh, big projects coming up this year in the next few months or so.
0: Yeah. um, So the thing I'm working on right now that I'm the most excited about is is this band I'm in called the Sweetwater Warblers. It's a trio of myself, May Earlywine, and Rachel Davis. All three of us are singer-songwriters from uh, Michigan. We're all from Michigan. That's where we met. We came together as a band because We were all playing this music festival in northern Michigan called Hoxieville, which was, um, until fairly recently, sort of the home festival of Green Sky Bluegrass. And the festival promoter, since we were all three playing it, and we're all three really known in Michigan as being songbirds, she asked us to come together and play a set together as a trio. And it went so well, we thought we can't let this be the last time we do this, so... We booked a small tour, and we've been playing like 30 shows a year together ever since then. That was in 2014. So it was was many years in the making. We've been talking about making a full-length record. We finally did it. That's the the project I was talking about that we made at the Sound Emporium in Nashville with Dan Nobler, the producer, and this really killer band. They were all so incredibly heart-centered and just massively talented musicians. Uh, We we called in our mentors and, and the spirits every, each day before we began. We made the whole record in three days. And um, it, was, it was one of the most special experiences I've ever had, uh, tracking and making a record of music. And we're running a Kickstarter for it right now. It's got about 20 days left to it. And we're about a third of the way funded. And it's, it's looking like we'll release it in May this year. Uh, we released a single called Turn to Stone on all of the streaming platforms. And um, Maya DeVitri, who used to be in a band called The Straybirds and has since gone on um, to start a really blossoming and beautiful solo career, has joined the band as a co-writer and percussionist and multi-instrumentalist. And she lended her, her voice in writing to the record. So um it's uh putting a lot of intention and and energy and and time into that project right now while still keeping my pretty intense um solo touring schedule going and writing and making music with my band as well
1: all right well if uh, people want to know more about uh about you your music and uh things you got going on what's the what's the best place to look online for you
0: um well, I personally use Instagram the most as, as social media, but I've got a team of people that keep my Facebook running and, and all the things. A lot of the things I post to Instagram go right to Facebook. I also have a website where you can find my tour schedule and some videos and, um, you know, all the essential information is there, Um, But, you know, you can always use the Google machine. If you type in Lindsay Lou, you'll find me. I'm pretty easy to find. Um, for the Sweetwater Warblers, same thing. Just type in Sweetwater Warblers. Uh, if you type in Warblers Kickstarter on Google, you'll, you'll find our Kickstarter. And um, if you believe in the art that we're making, that's a great place to uh, join the community of people that's uh, allowing that art to make it into the world.
1: All right. Well, that was all the questions I had for you.
0: All right. Thanks, Will. Nice talking to
1: you.